Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. Where you at? It's Dan Day on Opening Day, and we are just as fresh as all those baseball players. Plus tonight, not only are you getting great Major League Baseball, which I love, my two favorite basketball teams are in action, not against each other, separate games, so I can cheer for both of them. The Pelicans, Zion not going to be playing, Lonzo Ball not going to be playing, but the Heat. Oladipo going to be playing, Bielitsa going to be playing, Jimmy Butler going to be playing, Adebayo going to be playing, Dragons is going to be playing, oh, you know I'm going to be up drinking beers, cheering on those two teams, and texting my friends. But my friends right now, we are going to make the most of our time together, the Joe Rose Show, talking to Kim Ang in just a little bit. Yeah, Kim Ang got the Marlins going in the right direction. I got that fish fever. Also, Greeny gives us a list of five greatest Robins in sports history. And Hawk and Crowder, they're celebrating an anniversary. Right now, let's celebrate the headlines. The Miami Heat won their second in a row last night, defeating the Pacers 92-87. Former Pacer Victor Oladipo is expected to make his Miami debut tonight when the Heat face the Warriors at 8. It's opening day in the MLB today. Miami gets their season started at Lone Depot Park against Tampa Bay. Sandy Alcantara will be the Fish's starting pitcher. Other MLB notes include the season starting with the Yankees and the Blue Jays. President Biden has slammed the Rangers for allowing full capacity at Globe Life Field and Francisco Lindor and the Mets have come to a 10-year, $341 million deal. The Panthers have signed goalie Spencer Knight. He played last season at Boston College. Florida takes on Detroit tonight at 7. Jamar Chase ran a 4-3-8 40-yard dash at LSU's Pro Day while Kyle Pitts posted a 4-4-4-40 at Florida's Pro Day. Dolphins coaches were in attendance at both. South Florida's own Naomi Osaka's 23-match win streak has ended. It happened yesterday when she fell to Greece's Maria Sakari at the Miami Open. The U clobbered FIU 21-1 on the baseball diamond yesterday. Miami starts a three-game series against Duke tomorrow. L.A. County Sheriff's have determined what caused Tiger Woods' SUV crash last month, but will not release details, citing privacy concerns. And now, let's go ahead and take a step into the day spa. (sighs) An angry octopus attacked a swimmer in Australia the other day. Hmm, man gets beat up by octopus. 
There's a joke in there somewhere. A Croatian diver broke a record when they held their breath underwater for 24 minutes and 33 seconds. Would have been longer, but they probably died. An anonymous woman online has revealed that her and her sister are the product of one of their mother's extramarital affairs. To further complicate things, her sister is now unknowingly dating her very own biological father. Talk about having daddy issues. The cause of a recent incoherent tweet sent out by the U.S. Strategic Command has been determined. What happened? An official left their young child unattended by their computer. Strategery. Strategically get up in the morning and listen to the Joe Rose Show. They've got some hard-hitting good stuff every single day, and they cover them all. They had a big one this morning. They have Kim Ang. She is the Marlins general manager. She's breaking through that glass ceiling, and hopefully the Marlins going to be breaking through the NL East this year. She talks about the other teams that they're going to have to face in that division. Also, the naming rights to the new stadium, or the new naming rights to the stadium, knowing the players, Jazz Chisholm, and a little bit on the NLDH. General manager of the Miami Marlins, Kim Ang, going to join us here today. Kim, Thank you for the time. It's opening day. How big of a smile do you have on your face this morning? I can only imagine. I have a big smile on my face when you guys remind me. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to keep my nerves under control, but um, yeah, this is this is a special day, obviously, for me and, and for Marlins fans in general. I think uh, I think we have a pretty pretty good team out there, and so I'm I'm pretty optimistic about what we can do. Ken, there, there's just so many parts of uh, besides the opener today uh, against Tampa Bay Rays, but I, I'm just curious for you because there's so much behind the scenes, not only putting this team together today, but sending everybody to Triple A, Double A, Single A, and and all the other. What's it been like for you getting used to to the, the new areas and all the new players and getting to know what everybody can do? You know, it's it's been fun, quite frankly. Um, we've been up in Jupiter. For the last six weeks uh, at our spring training site, watching these guys, um, I can tell you that there was a lot of a lot to see. Um, you know, this off season, I had heard about these these guys, um, you know, a, a lot, and uh, you know, it was a lot to take in. But I think you know, these guys came as advertised. There, you know, we have a lot of great athletes. Uh, you know, big physical guys who can really pound the ball. We have a lot of strike throwers in the system so it was a lot of fun for me to get to know all of them uh I gotta, your, your young pitching staff that you have right now and i know that uh Sixto, uh the plans with him are to, to have him kind of get set up to come back on into the big leagues what, what is the plan for Sixto going forward in the next couple of weeks you know for Sixto, um you know we have to see how he does um you know we've been trying to build him up you know he got a late start uh with us in spring training so we just you know have to make sure we take care and make sure that he gets built up properly. Uh, and you know if if all goes well, uh, he'll be with us sometime in the next couple of weeks. Uh, again, if if all goes well. Kim, uh, I want to ask you about the other good news. Lo- I got to get used to saying it, so so stay with me. Lone Depot Park, boy, it's got to be nice to get that deal done. And with it. A new TV contract looks like officially done. Good news for the team. Yes, incredibly good news. Um, you know, big time congratulations for all of us, but in particular the business side. Um, you know, and Derek and and you know everybody here who worked so hard on that deal. Uh, they were out here yesterday. Loan Depot was. We did a a press conference with them, and everyone I think is just incredibly excited. Um, you know, to have them as as a huge partner for us. Uh, but but I think it's great for, for us. It's great for the fans as well. 
Kim, let's talk about a position. It was kind of fun to watch two young guys at second base, and uh, Jazz Chisholm just flat out went out and won the job for, for second base as, uh, as a young player. Are the plans not only for him to be a second baseman at some point, maybe play some shortstop as well, Kim? Yeah, you know, shortstop is his natural position, um, and that's where we see his you know future. Right now, obviously, we, you know, we've got Miggy Rojas, who is a, a great player, great leader of the team. Um, and we had the spot at second base open. So it was a fun competition to watch uh, the two of these guys go at it. Um, you know, it looked like Jazz really put his, um, put the, put his foot on the pedal the last couple of weeks and, and, and won it. Obviously, we'll see John Birdie in there some. Um, you know, but Jazz is, is a tremendous athlete, um, you know, both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, really, he's an exciting player. Um, he's got some speed incredibly athletic, and um, will, I think, help our defense quite a bit as well. Kim Ang joining us here, general manager of the Miami Marlins on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. We always talk about this team, or we have in the last couple of years, of the young squad, the young team, young, young, young. But you added uh, veterans in the offseason as well. The addition of Adam Duvall to this team, too. What does he bring to this team that you brought him in and uh, can it help out some of the youngsters also on this team? Definitely, uh, he's definitely an offensive threat in our lineup. Um, you know, I think one of the, the backstories is he hit three home runs against us in a game um, when he, with the Braves. So I think to get him away from the Braves and onto our club is going to help, um, at least when we play them, uh, you know, a ton this year. So, uh, yeah, he is a, a great offensive threat. I think he um, you know, protects some of the other guys in the lineup. Uh, and, you know, he, he is a savvy veteran. And, you know, the other thing that I think gets overlooked about Duvall is that he's a good outfielder with a good arm. So, we looked at that as definitely a, a huge plus um, for our outfield, you know, and, and you know, this team is, is really good defensively. So um, it's going to be exciting to watch. Kim, I, I'm just curious. Uh, last year, shortened season, a lot of craziness. I, I know you weren't with the team last year, but they made it to the playoffs and, and really had a nice run. Can this team, you feel a confidence, especially a lot of those guys are on that team are back this year that it's going to be a, a big help on what looks to be a really difficult and upgraded National League East. Tough division, toughest in baseball, uh, no doubt about that. But, you know, look, I, I am very optimistic about this club. I think there's a number of ways in which they can beat you. you know, again, we added defense and we've added speed. Um, and this, obviously the strength of, of this team is around its pitching. And I think um, right now, today, we, we're starting with a 9 nine-man bullpen, um, and we've added seven of those nine. So it's, um, you know, we think, we think we've done a lot to plug the holes that we had last year, and, and we're hoping to build on what we did last, last season. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Kim, I'm just curious because I, I hear it on, on the shows. Everybody's talking about it, about young fans and getting them back to the park and, and making it. And, and, by the way, I happen – I don't I don't want a lot of changes in baseball. I love you just the way you are, man. I don't need a lot of changes. How do you feel about that? Everybody always wants to make little changes to, for baseball. You know, I think – look, I think it is about the young fans, and I think, um, you know, we've got to move with the times. And, obviously, you don't want to – yeah, you don't want to change it. It doesn't mean wholesale changes, but I think little tweaks here and there um, are are helpful in order to keep our fans engaged. You know, and and again, it's about the future, and yeah. we have to we have to learn to embrace that. 
What, what did you think of the DH not passing for the National League? I was I was kind of bummed out a little bit. I, I kind of liked it last year. What are your thoughts? Well, we're incredibly, we're incredibly bummed out by that. Yeah. Um, we've got, you know, Garrett Cooper, Duvall, uh, Dickerson, and Marte, uh, Naguar. You know, we've got um, five legitimate um you know, starters for four spots. So, you know, it, it was something that, um, you know, obviously hurt us, but, you know, look, we're, we're going to do the best that we can to mix and match. You know, Donnie's going to do a good job, um, you know, getting everybody uh, in there and kind of keep everybody healthy and, and fresh. And I think that's the, that's the benefit to it uh, for us. And, and I think, you know, the other thing being in the National League, yeah, you know, we're going to have pretty big bat on that bench, and I think it's gonna, definitely going to make the other manager think twice about right. what he needs to do. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Kim, it's great having you. It really is. I always say this. I hope we can have you a lot more. I hope you find right. a little time where you had a little coffee early in the morning and you feel like you need to talk, and you go, let me talk to those dummies in the morning and spend <laughs> a little time. So thank you, Kim, very, very much. Thanks, Kim. All right, guys. You take care. Swinging the bat. I don't know about you, but I am excited about the Marlins this season. They renamed the Cleveland baseball team. That was previously my favorite team. Now I'm saying I'm all in on the Marlins. My downstairs neighbor, Nathan, he works on the field crew for the Marlins, so we talk a lot of Marlins baseball. He's all the way in. I'm really starting to catch that fish fever. They seem to be doing everything right. They can start getting some wins under their belt. Who knows? The sky is the limit. And I love baseball because, like I said, you don't have to focus as much. You can have a beer, kind of joke around, keep an eye on the game. Someone calls you to do something, you can do something real fast. You don't always miss all the action. Even if you do, you're going to know you're going to get even more action because the game doesn't have a clock. So let's go fish. Up next, we're going to go to Greeny. He's got his list of five greatest Robins in sports history. Don't understand? You will. Hold tight. This is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. My name is Dan Day. What's yours? Oh wait, I can't hear you. I don't know what's going on in my brain. It's a Thursday. We've got the Marlins opening day. We've got the Heat tonight. The Pelicans are also playing tonight. Mine is Zion Williamson and Lonzo Ball. Nonetheless, when your teams are playing, you're watching, you're cheering, you're guzzling beers, and you're sending texts to all types of people that you might regret in the morning. That's for later, though. Right now, never regretting hearing from Greeny. He's on from 10 to noon. He's talking a little bit about LSU Pro Day. Speak on it. Speak on it. Yeah. Also, could Aaron Rodgers pull a Tom Brady and move? And then the list of five greatest Robins in sports history. What, what is it that happened with the LSU Pro Day? Nuno, give me real quick. So both Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall ran their 40s at 4.38. Four, so they're both under 4.4. So Jamar Chase is, if, if, you, if you told me I had to tell you who is the safest bet on this entire draft. Any position. To be a great player in this draft, he would be among the first three names I would mention. I would mention him, I would mention Kyle Pitts, and I would mention Panay Sewell. Those three. I think those would be the three guys. Uh, I think Rashawn Slater from Northwestern also, I, I'm, I'm inclined to say that, but at some point, the list becomes less interesting the longer I make it. So, uh, I, I, Jamar Chase is that kind of good. And you were telling me he's still so young. He played his entire college career as a teenager. He won the Bolitnikoff Award as a 19-year-old. He's 16 months younger than Devontae Smith. Yeah, so he's still young. He's ridiculously – he's going to be great. He's just going to be great. 
So maybe the Dolphins are going to get him at six. Maybe the Bengals are going to take him. Remember, Joe Burrow was his quarterback in college. So that's an interesting one. And Terrace Marshall Jr. is a name you may not know, but he actually caught 13 touchdowns that season when they won the championship with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase on that team. And then he caught 10 more this year. So he's another really good player. So this stuff is all just flying in fast and furious. In the meantime, our old friend Aaron Rodgers is back in the news. He's going to be hosting Jeopardy for the next two weeks, starting, well, not the next two weeks, but starting April 5th. So that's Monday, right? So next Monday, and then so the the week of the 5th and the week of the 12th, he'll be answering, he'll be asking the questions on Jeopardy or answering them as as they structure that great show. And I had this idea today because I, I think he's pulling a Brady. I think that he is done. I think that he is here to prove to you that an elephant is not the only animal that never forgets. A goat never forgets either. <laughs> and I think they crossed him. And I think now they, the Packers, are on some level dead to him. And I think he is going to pull a Brady. And, and so my idea is that when he's hosting Jeopardy, when he does the final Jeopardy question, the question should be, what team will Aaron Rodgers be playing for? Or it wouldn't be that. It would be phrased as the team Aaron Rodgers will be playing for in 2022. And then let everybody guess who are the Seahawks? Who are the Patriots? Who are the whoever, the Bears? Whatever you want to put in there. And then he can tell them if they are right or they're wrong. <laughs> what a reveal! It'd be the greatest reveal in the history of Jeopardy. Certainly the best sports reveal in the history of Jeopardy. So this offseason is all about the rookie quarterbacks. Aaron's not going anywhere this offseason. The Russell Wilson conversation has quieted a bit, though. I don't think that's done. This year, this offseason is going to be about the rookies. Next year will be about the vets. It'll be about Aaron Rodgers and where does he go. It'll be about Russell Wilson and where does he go. Maybe it'll be about Jimmy G. Does he stay one more year in San Francisco? Maybe it'll be about Matt Ryan. Is it only one more year for him in Atlanta? So I think those will be the conversations that we will have next year. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. Okay, I love today's Green List, and I'm going to tell you why. Today, in honor of John Taylor, John Taylor, the wide receiver from the 49ers who caught the game-winning touchdown in what was his only catch in that game. Jerry Rice caught over 200 yards worth of passes in that game, and John Taylor caught the winning touchdown. We decided to do a list of the five greatest Robins, Batman Robin, in sports history. And I want to give you the criteria ahead of time. I did not put anyone on the list who at any point was Batman. So, for example, Kobe Bryant on the three championship teams with Shaq, he was the Robin. I mean, Shaq was the MVP of the finals all three years. But under no circumstances am I putting Kobe Bryant on any list of Robins, right? That just doesn't make sense. Same with someone like Dwayne Wade, who was the best player on a championship team and others. So no one who was ever the best player on championship teams, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, etc., did I, I put on this list. These are the pure Robins. The guys who were the second best players on their teams throughout their careers. These are the five greatest of all time. Number five. Five is John Stallworth, Hall of Fame wide receiver alongside Lynn Swan for the Steelers. And while they, they didn't put up the kind of legendary numbers that we now equate with wide receivers, if you were old enough to remember them, they were great. They were great. And Stallworth was great. And he had one Super Bowl that he was the best player on the field, the one where they beat the Rams. 31 to 19 was the final. Whatever game that was, he caught like two 75 yard passes over the top of his head. He was an extraordinary player. In 78, they had 102 catches, 20 touchdowns together as Pittsburgh won the first of back to back Super Bowls for their careers. Swan and Stallworth combined for 114 touchdowns. Lynn Swan was the better player. Swan was the better player. They're both in the Hall of Fame. 
but John Stallworth absolutely belongs on this list. He's number five. Number four. Four kind of pained me to do it because I love Yogi Berra. It's kind of hard for me to call him a Robin, but he was never the best player on those teams. On the great Yankee teams on which he won all those championships, I'm looking right at Hembo's face. Either DiMaggio or Mantle was on all of those teams. You cannot tell me that Berra was the best player on those teams. I think that's fair. DiMaggio and Mantle are high, both higher on the list of all-time greats than Berra is. They just are. No? They are. They both they are. They are. I mean, they just are. Now, Yogi Berra, to me, is the greatest catcher that ever lived. I know people will argue for Johnny Bench, and, and, and there are others that you could support. But he played with DiMaggio, and he played with Mantle. He was a three-time MVP. He won 13 World Series, 10 as a player. He's a 13-time World Series champion, Yogi Berra, 10 as a player. And all of them with either DiMaggio or Mantle on his teams. I had to put him in that spot. What do you, what's your reaction to that? I, I think when I first saw it, I was going to push back some, but I think your explanation is sound. He was the second best player on all those on teams. On every one of those teams. Fair enough. Even though he was the threat of commonality. Number three. Number three on the list of greatest Robins is Bob Cousy. He was a Hall of Fame player. He was an MVP of the league before Bill Russell ever entered the NBA, but I think that he, is, and again, Cousy revolutionized the sport in so many ways. But I think when you look back in that era of Celtic basketball, it is reasonable to say that the majority of Kuzi's greatness came with Russell. Yes? Yes. I think that's fair. And, and, and so I, I, I felt comfortable putting him on the list. I really agonized over this one because Kuzi is another one who kind of deserves to be in his own right on the list of the all-time greats. But you got Russell there. And Russell is the threat of commonality of all those championship teams and all those legendary teams with the Celtics. Again, Kuzi was an MVP before Russell got there. But Russell won four MVP awards with Kuzi on the team. So I thought it seemed right to put him there. I've got Kuzi at three on the list. Number two. I was expecting that Scottie Pippen was going to be number one. I, when we decided to do this list, I said, okay, clearly Scotty is going to be number one, and then we'll start figuring out who the rest are. Scotty, the second best player on six championship teams, and the only threat of commonality on all of them alongside Michael. The only three people, well, Jerry Krause too, the, the, the only three people on the court who were on all six Bulls championship teams were Michael, Scotty, and Phil. Scotty Pippen, you don't need me to tell you, he's one of the greatest players of all time. He's on the, the list of the 50 greatest players ever. I would have absolutely assumed I was going to make him number one on the list of Robins. And so Scotty Pippen gets his due. However, number one, a good job by Nuno. Lou Gehrig has got to be number one. Lou Gehrig played 11 seasons with Babe Ruth. They hit 3-4 in that lineup in the Murderer's Row lineup. They won three World Series together. They hit home runs in the same inning 19 different times. They hit over 600 home runs as teammates. Lou Gehrig is, well, I'm looking at you, Hembo, is he the greatest first baseman that ever lived? He is, and he is a greater player historically than Scottie Pippen. He just is. He just is. So that's the right call. But he's not a greater player historically than Babe Ruth. No, but he probably ranks among the top 10. Still. Right, that's right. He's a top 10 all-time <laughs> yeah. player who was the second best player on his teams. Yes, I mean, uh, there were certain seasons in which he outperformed Ruth, but yes, by and large, you're uh, On the all-time list... He, is, he was second on his team, and so that is the list. Today's green list of the greatest Robins in the history of sports. John Stallworth at five, Yogi Berra four, Bob Cousy three, Scottie Pippen two, Lou Gehrig the Iron Horse is number one. Pretty, 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 pretty good list right there. Can't really argue with any of those. All those guys, absolutely wonderful. Didn't have to be Robins, but they did it anyway. For the better of the team and the better of everyone else, including themselves. Yeah. No shame in that game. No shame in Hawk and Crowder's game. Well, maybe a little bit. You'll find out what holiday or anniversary, better yet, they're celebrating next here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news.
560 The Joe, Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on social media, at Dan Day Radio. Hit me up, then I'll know who you are. And we can become virtual friends, and then even more so friends in real life. Truly and honestly, it is great. I host trivia nights around South Florida. It's always great to meet listeners for the first time. And just kind of share with them and hang out with them. And just let them know I'm there for them. Actually, someone on the text line the other day was hitting me up. Police officer here in South Florida said, Oh, I heard you're going out to get pizza. Maybe I'll swing by. I wanted him to swing by, but he said I was going too late. And I said, Hey, man, I make late night moves like most Miamians. But, hey, police got to get their beauty sleep. So, told them rain check. Just real. Just keeping it real with everybody. That's what we do. We're real people. At Dan Day Radio, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I got you. Speaking of real dudes, Hawk and Crowder, I've worked with them, I've partied with them, I've hung out with them. They are as real as they come, and they are celebrating a real anniversary, even though Crowder has to step out for a little bit, or is forced to step out for a little bit. And also, the more loved, more wins, Marlins are back. Eight years ago, a big change marked a new era. South Florida Sports Radio was never the same. There's nothing like twisting, licking, and dunking and over. Mount Rushmore of cracks. Daniel Berger, professional golfer, local guy. How's the course playing uh, today, as a matter of fact? And click the Listen Live link, or, uh, or even if you got the Google Alexa, the, the uh, home uh, Google or Alexa. What are you going to do? We're going to go to war! Hang up your phone. Meow. Integral? Integral? I'm Batman. Bring. I have a massive nipple with meat in them. Boca represent. Kick his ass, butt foot. I bought an 85-inch TV because I have a small penis. Rodrigo. <laughs> when Marlon Shirley was five, he lost his foot. Saturday, Today, we welcome you to year number eight. Ay, ay, ay. I think I'd make it to year number eight. And this is the way Victor Bermudez started it all. Eight years ago today, or, or seven years ago today? I, I can't figure out how anniversaries work. When I came on the air on 560 after having spent, you know, a decade at 790, um, it was uh, April 1st, 2014, and I asked Victor Bermudez, who was my executive producer back then, to open the show with The Boys Are Back from the Bus Bowl. And I had asked him for several weeks to make sure that he got the right Boys Are Back in Town, and he played this one. Crank it up for a second, Solana. This is, of course, Thin Lizzy. So my first ever broadcast, which again was this day. It's so appropriate that it's April Fool's Day. But my first ever show, and now we're on both stations, so it doesn't matter because we're on 560 and 790. But now on my uh, on on the day where I begin my eighth year in this time slot, I am reminded that Vic Bermudez played the wrong song. I had sat out for three months or six months, my no compete, and. Uh, 
and the wrong song played. And then uh, today, as I begin my eighth year, Crowder can't uh, connect on his computer. There's no power at his house. All my life's a circle. So I'm stuck here, just me and Solana. Hey. <laughs> so as you can see, things are going swimmingly for me. Um, all right, we have a lot of stuff to get to today. A lot of stuff. I'm going to start with the code word because I know a lot of people, they tune in to win that $1,000, not to hear me blathering on. So the latest from Crowder, just so everybody knows, he'll be here shortly. He said, power surge in the whole neighborhood, no computer right now. I'll keep you updated. Which, again, I mean, Solana, like, who uses power on their computer? Like, isn't it plugged in all night? And then, I don't know. But he followed it up with the, uh, it's like we're on the damn Texas power grid over here. So we'll keep you posted. Crowder will be here before you know it. How do you feel, Solana? It's opening day. Feels good. Yeah. Bringing back all the baseball memories. I'm excited. Did you you watch any? uh, I watched... Uh, what is it? Baseball tonight. They had a, a special afternoon edition on ESPN, and the Yankees game is on right now. Have you? Wa- I'm being honest. Have you watched any baseball? I have not today. I have not watched okay. any baseball. I do have the Yankees game on right now because we have ESPN on in our TVs, but I I have not watched any baseball today. No. All right. And and obviously the the Marlins start around four o'clock this afternoon, and so we're doing the show, and we'll watch the game, and we'll have some fun together. I love opening day. You know, baseball uh, it ebbs and flows, it it wanes in its popularity. You know, but if the Marlins are doing well, which they did last season, playoff team, um, I think there's more interest. And 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 to me, the evidence is yesterday on the show we had Corey Dickerson the uh, outfielder for the Marlins, and uh, we had uh, Todd Hollinsworth, television analyst for the Marlins. And usually when you have guests like that in years past, I look at the text machine, boring, why are you talking baseball? Why are you talking Marlins? And that didn't happen yesterday. So I do think that there's some interest in the Miami Marlins down here this year, and I certainly hope that that will continue throughout the 162-game season because – baseball belongs in South Florida and baseball I think if there's winning baseball will be that party atmosphere at Lone Depot Park uh the way that we experienced during the World Baseball Classic Crowder and I a couple years ago again today begins my eighth year I never uh let it uh you know seep out of my mind when I came to WQAM in 2014 uh I had you know been many years on 790 The Ticket with the Levitard show, and then I was doing mornings for a couple of years, and uh, and I got this offer to come to 560, and it was a, a great offer, and uh, I cannot believe that I'm going into my eighth year now. It's like the blink of an eye, but when I originally started, it was me and Zach Krantz and Shea Tab and Victor Bermudez, and the, the show has gone through a lot of permutations since then. But uh, I'm so, uh, and I put it on Instagram today and Twitter, I'm so thrilled to work every day with Crowder and Solana. It just, uh, it just is a, f- a fun gig. I can't lie. So we look forward to it. So, uh, but I say it never seeps from my mind that this time slot on 560 for many years was, you know, Jim Mandich. I mean, there were legit radio stars that came before me. And I always said the first day that I came on the air on 560, like, I will not lose track of the fact that some of the great talk show hosts held this position before I did. 
And the fact that I've been able to do it now going into my eighth year is not lost on me. I am so grateful for all the listeners and advertisers that make it possible. I'm so grateful for the popularity of the show right now and uh, tremendously grateful to be able to work with, you know, from year one, Zach and Shay and Vic and Andy King was our program director and even George Sedano, who's really the person that lined me up for this position because he had been doing afternoons and he was leaving to go to uh, ESPN. Um, and then all the... Uh, all the people in between that were part of it, right? Eric Falero did such a great job, and uh, Solana now really has stolen the show. I think everyone agrees Solana is the breakout star from the show. So very fun uh, day for me always, April 1st. And no April Fools on this show, right, Solana? That's our, uh, our show policy? Correct. You're not going to try to get us with any silly news stories? Like, we, uh, we just don't do April Fools, right? Well, we don't do that. We don't do that around okay. here. Yeah, we don't do that. Um, the fact that we're on the air is April Fool's enough. Correct. Right. So let's uh, let's start with headlines. Crowder will connect as soon as he's able to figure out that his computer can run off battery, and uh, and then he'll join us. But uh, let's get headlines here with Alejandro Solana. What's oh, funny? Oh, there he oh, is. There Look he at is. you. Oh, good. Look at I'm, you. I am Lewis and Clark when it comes to electricity and stuff. Man, this is ridiculous. But isn't isn't it just your laptop? Like, isn't it? Doesn't it have a battery charge? Yeah, I don't. I'm on my house computer, mm. and then I had to get this hotspot thing. My Wi-Fi. I I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm well, a, look at you. You're here. Here you are. I thought that look was a lot of cute. Look, look at, you. at us. You're here, and here you are. All right, let's get headlines. We'll uh, we'll talk more with Crowder as the show goes on. Let's get headlines with Solana, the real star of the show. I just love how you text in the power surge. Like, if you don't know what a power surge is, like, you, you just said that. I, I, did you know? You just connect your computer. Just turn it on. It needs electricity, son. Well, but a power surge, it's when everything goes like, and everything then everything reboots. Well, then you just lost power. That's not a power surge. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Lewis and Clark, and what, who are y'all? <laughs> I'm Thomas Edison. I'm telling say, you, that's not gracious. a power surge. That's a power outage. <laughs> outage, right. then. Sorry. Do want to say congratulations to my dude, dude, talking Crowder. Eight years doing the show. Solana, that's my dude also. We're always texting. We're always hanging out. I was a part of the show for a while, and I absolutely loved every single minute of it. And I still love every minute that I listen from 2 to 6. And when we text back and forth, just genuine good stuff. And I had a genuinely good time with you, but my time is up. I'm going home. I'm going to go drink some Mad Dog 2020, maybe some Bush beer. I'm going to watch this Pelicans game. They're not at full strength. Zion's not playing tonight. Lonzo's not playing tonight. Although I do like the fact that I can call them by their first name and you know who they are. That means you're pretty good. But tonight, the Heat, they're getting them all back. Oladipo, Bam's probably going to be playing. Jimmy, Gorot, the whole nine yards. Ballin'. Shot callin'. Let's do it. And let's do it again tomorrow. It's going to be a fun Friday. Right here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.